Hi, it's Radio G with the Holistic Health Hotline. Excuse my voice today. I've had um, some kind of flu. I don't know if it's swine flu or whatever. It doesn't matter. No doctors. No doctors, but I'm getting better. My voice is just a little <coughs> weird, you know. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't have time to read um, Senate and... and uh, congressional bills to understand what's going on and you don't have time to watch all the different news programs and you don't know who's telling the truth and you can't figure it all out and all those kinds of things. What I've done for you is um, I have several pages and I'm going to read them to you. But what we've done is we've taken all the lines out of the bill that affect people and try to explain to you what that means and what they're doing. Um, and then you can go to the bill online if you want to, uh, and you can't, it's not hard to find, um, and go to those lines and read them yourself and see if we're right if you want to, or at least be informed and educated enough to call your senators and call your congressmen, call Nancy Pelosi and call the White House, and you can do all those things, and we will tell you how. Okay, and you need to really speak up because if you can't march on Washington on 912, which you should be doing, because people will be coming from all over the place. The reason it's called 912 is because the last time our country was united was September 12, 2001, the day after September 11th. That's when people, including myself, drove hundreds of miles to help what, wherever they could. They stood in line to give blood, even though it wasn't needed. Um, did anything they could and, and felt like they wanted to. The other time before that was uh, Pearl Harbor. But we haven't had the same feeling in this country since 9-12-2001. And um, so people are trying to bring back that feeling. And unfortunately it is an anti-government kind of thing because the government is taking over and has taken over already everything they can possibly take over. It's a control thing. It's progressives. If you don't know about progressives, go back to Teddy Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson and FDR. <clears throat> they all believe that that um, government and big government is the only way for us stupid people to live because we don't know any better and that they'll handle everything and that everyone should be on the same plane except the rich, of course, which they are becoming more and more of. So <clears throat> that is one part. This is the health reform bill, okay? And as I have it written, it's the health reform bill in a nutshell. That's what they all are. Um, as you go through the bill or as you listen to this, take notes. Write down the things that actually affect you because if you're a small business, it will. If you're a private person, it will. If you're a family, it will. If you're over 55 or 65, it will. Um, it won't affect the senators and the congressmen because they voted not to participate in this particular plan. They have 12 different health plans of their own that they'd like to keep. Thank you very much. Okay, so this is over 1,100 pages that um, has been done for you. So if you go through this, on page 22, um, this whole section, and they're all done in the sections, okay? So page 22 mandates the government will audit books of all employers that self-insure. So anybody out there, whether you're small or mid-sized business or a corporation, if you decide to self-insure, they're going to audit your books. They have the right to do that, and they're going to vote that into law. Page 24, two pages later, line 116. The government effectively sets prices for all private health plans. So if they want to raise those prices or lower them or um, 
you know, make them just so exorbitant that you have to go to the government plan, they are allowed to do that. That's, you know, over-regulation of the insurance industry. <laughs> Page 30, line 123. There will be a government committee that decides what treatments and benefits you get. Now, I'm going to jump um, to something else regarding that. I did send out a lot of emails to people who... Uh, are on my email list and who accept my emails without a problem. You have to understand who these people are that are going to be on this committee. Okay, nine of them are appointed by the president to begin with. And then there are eight people that will be appointed from Medicare, Medicaid, and other institutions. And then nine more appointed by the president, one of which may be a practicing physician. Now, the biggest problem with all of that is is Rahm Emanuel's brother, who is now, um, he's the chief newly appointed health policy advisor. He's a doctor. Okay, here's a quote from him. He says, medical care should be reserved for the non-disabled, not given to those who are irreversibly prevented from being or becoming participating citizens. An obvious example is not guaranteeing health services to patients with dementia. This was from the Hastings Center report. Um, he also, uh, you know, goes along with Tom Daschle on seniors need to learn to live with pain. Okay, there will be consultations on how to die and how to take care of things before you die. But you need to learn about this man because he is something else. Um, what he said in November 2008 in the Healthcare Watch column, he explained how business should be done. Okay? Uh, every favor to a constituency should be linked to support for the health care reform agenda. If the automakers want a bailout, then they and their suppliers have to agree to support and lobby for the administration's health reform effort. Do you see the corruption, the racketeering, the um, absolute larceny that is going on with the federal government? Do you see it yet? Okay? If you don't, um, try Googling defendyourhealthcare.us defend your healthcare all one word dot us listen to uh, a past lieutenant general of new york who is a patient advocate healthcare advocate who has also dissected this bill you can um, well start there and then continue listening to what's in this bill and take notes and tell tell your family and tell your friends they're not going to read this thing they're going to read little blogs and and snippets from Twitter or something and they're not going to get it unless you help them so help them okay um, okay so there'll be a government committee that decides what treatments and benefits you get and Rahm Emanuel's brother will head that all up he'll be the ombudsman who says no 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 they're over 60 and then it up okay page 37 line 132 the government will be will be reviewing grievances about themselves and we'll decide on appeals for rejected claims. So if you have a grievance against the government for your government health plan because they turned you down because you're 53 and you broke both legs and they're not going to, they're only going to let you get one worked on, um, they will review that grievance and decide if they will go ahead with the appeal. That's kind of maximum control, don't you think? A little dictatorship there. Page 29, lines 4 through 16. Your health care is rationed. 
And you can also reference page 15, um, lines 19 through 25. It will be rationed according to what they decide on, uh, Rahm Emanuel's brother decides on, on um, who is worthy. Page 42, the Health Choices Commissioner will choose your health care benefits for you. Therefore, you have no choice. In other words, if you are, you know, opting in for the government plan because you lost your insurance at work, whether you lost your job or your employer didn't decided not to pay it anymore, um, they'll do, they'll choose your health care benefits for you. Page 50, line 152, health care will be provided to all non-U.S. citizens, illegal or otherwise. Now, all the senators and congressmen keep saying that that's not true. Um, here's where they're catching you. Okay. Now they all voted down um, something last week that everybody thought that's what they voted down. What they say they voted down was the the, um, the checking to see if you're a U.S. citizen or not. Well, since 10 million people are illegal and use illegal Social Security numbers and um, ID cards to get in the healthcare system, what they voted down was the ability to check that. Okay. So now they're saying no, no, no. It's not for illegals, but of course. It is. Page 58, the government will have real-time access to all individuals' finances, and a national ID health care card will be issued. <clears throat> you figure that one out. They're going to get into your bank accounts because when you do buy this health care, it's available. It doesn't mean it's all free, by the way. Um, when you purchase this, they're going to take it out of your bank account. So they'll all the government will have access to everybody's bank accounts because they're in charge of the banks. So that's how that's going to work. And you may even have to go through a specific bank. We don't know that yet. Page 59, lines 21 through 24. The government will have direct access to your bank's accounts for electronic funds transfer. Page 61, lines 22 through 24. Congress has no clue what electronic medical records will cost. And they ask, they're asking for an estimate. That all comes from General Electric, who is now a, um, the sole exclusive partner in business with the United States government. They have the banks, they have the financial services industries, they will have the electronic grid, and they will be doing the electronic medical, electronic medical records. So whatever bill they give the government will come out of your tax dollars. Page 62, protection of data. Government shows they will have a database of your personal and financial information. Page 64, lines 21 through 25, and page 65, lines 1 through 5, refers to all the processing of your payment transactions by financial institutions. Page 65, line 164, is a payoff subsidized plan for retirees and their families in unions and community organizations. So the government will subsidize unions and ACORN. Remember that. They will subsidize unions and ACORN. Page 72, government is creating a health care exchange to bring health care plans under government control. They say that. Page 84, line 203, government mandates all benefit packages for private care. That's all the health care plans in the exchange. Page 85, line 7, are the specifications for benefit levels for plans. In other words, the government will ration your health care. AARP members, by the way, your health care will be rationed, so you should be calling AARP and canceling your membership. They have 45 million members. They sent my mother uh, a big package just a couple days ago because she is a member, and it wasn't about, they didn't explain anything about the health care. What they said was donate so we can help push this through. So they're looking for political contributions. Uh, 
Okay, page 89, the government can write contracts any way they want. Page 95, line 8 through 18, the government will use groups, i.e. ACORN and AmeriCorps, which are the same thing, to sign up individuals for government health care plans, which means we'll have more and more people um, stealing from the system. This is for veterans out there. I I read something uh, last night how, you know, there are only a certain number of of um, decorated veterans in the United States, which means highly decorated, which means, you know, Congressional Medals of Honor and Purple Hearts and things like that. But there are more than 300 phonies, people who have been in prison, guys who have been telling people that they were POWs in Vietnam and wearing these medals that they can get from eBay and um, and stealing from the Veterans Administration, getting benefits from the Veterans I can't get benefits from the Veterans Administration, which is a government-run health care system. <laughs> But they can. Uh, that was an aside, and I know there's a lot of veterans who listen to me, so you should be you should be quite ticked off about that. Okay, page 102. Medicaid-eligible individuals will be automatically enrolled in Medicaid. No choice. If you're eligible for Medicaid, you will be enrolled in Medicaid. No choice. Page 109. Health Trust Fund. The government will raise taxes on everyone to fund health care as they see fit. So they can say no new taxes on you this year or this month, but after they find out how expensive it is, that will all change and they can do it whenever they want. Page 110, line 7 through 10, employment taxes on all employers not offering government health care. No choice. So if you don't go to government health care and you're a small business person, you've got your own plan, you will be paying taxes because you're not offering the government health care. How else are they going to pay for this? Okay, page 110, lines 13 through 18, an excise tax on all goods from companies not offering government health care. <laughs> so that's going to be passed on to all Americans. So every American will be paying because if you're a company and um, you have all these excise taxes because you're not offering government health care, you have to pass that cost on to your people that you sell to. So we're all going to be paying that excise tax or that company is going to say, okay, I'll offer government health care. And that's the end of your great plan that you had at work. All right. Page 110 really ticks me off. All right. Lines 19 through 24, the Treasury can take money from um, Social Security to pay health care. Social Security is $13 trillion in debt, but they want to create a pool of $10 trillion. Take it from Social Security and Medicare. Okay, that's where they're going to take it. Page 111. Um, the federal government will usurp all state powers in state-based health care exchange, which is a violation of the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution. But they have written it in here. Page 111. How many senators and congressmen do you think even get that far? Page 119, lines 1 through 3, establish geographically adjusted premium rates for the public option. Why don't we just translate this to the ACORN census takers who will redefine geographic areas so that premium rates will be low for those that they want them to be and higher for those they don't want them to be. That's another way to pay for this. Page 121, two pages later, payment rates for items and services. Um, This is called price fixing and monopolization. They are actually price fixing these plans and what's in them and monopolizing them. This is all illegal, people. And we're only on page 121. Page 124, no company can sue the government on price fixing. No judicial review against a government monopoly. So there goes the Supreme Court is no longer valid. 
Um, the government can make up prices for anything at any time for any reason. You will actually read that on page 126, line 10 through 15. Page 126, lines 22 through 25, employers must pay for health care for part-time employees and their families. How many employers are going to do that? Mm, probably not many because they don't do it now, so they're either going to opt out and go to the government health care plan, which means all full-time employees will now lose that, or they're going to get fined tremendously and be out of business anyway. <laughs> um, page 127, this is all for you doctors and people in medical school. The government will tell you what you can make, how much money you can make. Now, I said I'm part of the VA. My doctor makes $56,000 a year. You know what he does? He spends most of his time, when he talks to people, inputting stuff into the computer because it all has to be on the database. Page 129, the public option will be subsidized. Credits equal your tax dollars. That's called redistribution of wealth. That's what you voted for. Spread the wealth around. This is what this is all about. Page 130, the federal government will subsidize state Medicaid. Even higher state and federal taxes for everybody. That's what that means. Since they will decide who is Medicaid eligible and will put you automatically into Medicaid if you are eligible, they have to tax the states and they have to raise federal taxes for everybody to pay for that. Okay, page 145. An employer must auto-enroll employees into public option plan. There's no choice. Page 149, line 16 through 24. Any employer with payroll of 400000 and above who does not provide public options pays 8% tax on all payroll. Got that? That's 8% tax on 400k and above. Page 150, businesses with payroll between 251 and 400k who don't provide the public option pay 2 to 6% tax on all payroll. So small businesses, mid-sized businesses that make anywhere from um, you know 250 and up and that's not a lot of money, by the way, when you pay people and you, you know, you have expenses and all that stuff. That's not a lot of money. They're going to pay 2 to 6% or up to 8%. Page 151, aggregate rules. Tax on employer's payroll, not on the public option, include payroll of the other business. What that means is um, it's the same thing. They're including all of the uh, taxes on the employer's payroll. So whoever's on there is going to get taxed somehow. Any individual, page 167, who doesn't have acceptable health care according to the government will be taxed 2.5% of your adjusted gross income. Um, and that will be done through the IRS. And I actually, they, they have the IRS, there's like 30 pages of IRS code in there that, that will, there will be a few lines on there that will say you have to pay you know, 2% of this, do you have health care, what is it, if you're not in their database and you can't prove that, then 2.5% of your adjusted gross income will be paid to the government to help pay for everybody else's insurance, even if you didn't want it. Um, any non-resident alien, however, is exempt from taxes. Only Americans pay. Okay, that's page 170. Page 195, officers and employees of health care administration or the government will have access to all Americans' financial and personal records. So the officers and employees of the health care administration, which should be huge by the second year, because how are you going to handle 330 million people unless you have 330,000 employees? Um, they all have access to all of your financial and personal records. Page 198. 
um, lines one through three. A one and a half percent additional tax on people who have income of 500k to 1 million. More redistribution of wealth. And then right after that, page line four through six, 5.4 percent additional tax on people who have income of 1 million plus. Redistribution of wealth. Page 199, surtax rates raised again on Americans in 2012. So they ex they want this rush through because they expect all of this um, <laughs> to kick in at certain times before Congress and the House of Representatives go into new new uh, elections. <clears throat> okay, the surtax rates can be raised again as they see fit to show savings. So that's cooking the books. This is illegal. It's racketeering. It's money laundering. Page 203. The tax imposed under this section shall not be treated as tax. Yeah, it says that. It really says, don't treat it as tax. Cook the books. Well, Timothy Geithner's in charge. He doesn't even know how to use TurboTax. So, you know, don't treat it as tax. Page 202, I'm sorry, was out of line, but there's, this goes all the way to 215, is a whole government rewrite of the tax code ensuring more taxes for everyone everywhere. If you read this tax code and you're an accountant out there, go to page 202 to 215 and write me. Tell me what you think because um, for somebody who, who campaigned on nobody's going to get raised taxes, this is something else. And this is on top of what we've already told you. Page 239, 14 through 24, the government will reduce physician services for Medicaid. Okay, they will will reduce physician services for Medicaid. So you poor people who thought you were going to get this, you know, brand new health care and it's all great and you voted for this guy. They're going to reduce physician services also for seniors, low income, and the poor. That means you have fewer doctors, longer lines, um, fewer brains probably. Uh, page 241, I can't believe doctors are going along with this line 6 through 8. Doctors, doesn't matter what specialty you have, you'll all be paid the same. That's government health care. <clears throat> Page 236, lines 22, I guess, all the way through 37, and then lines 1 through 3, the next page. <clears throat> the national rate of the uninsured will be defined by the census. That means ACORN will define this for us. ACORN and AmeriCorps will define the uninsured. Okay? So they will come knocking at your door to have you prove that you are insured. Like I said in the last podcast, they're going to have to shoot me. Page 239, Medicare payments will be increased. Hmm. That's higher taxes for everybody. Uh, page 238 through 249, lines 1100 through 21. <laughs> the government man, doctors, the government is going to mandate your growth, your cost, your value, your services, and your income. That's welcome to rationing because now if the doctors are being rationed, if, they're, if their growth and cost of value and services are being controlled by the government, what do you think the doctor is going to do with you? The, doc, the government, the next page 253, the government will set the value of your doctor's time, professional judgment, etc. Alright? Now, they're going to be checking doctors to make sure that they're not against um, using the computer because the computer will tell them if they should be treating this person or not. Federal government will adjust Medicare payment localities for California based on ACORN. That's because of California's particular budget problems or what? New York doesn't get this? Who knows? Uh, um, page 265, the government will mandate and control productivity for private health care industries. So the government is in charge of your private health care regardless. Okay? 268, the federal government regulates rental and purchase of power-driven wheelchairs. 
So they'll decide if you need one or not. Next line, government mandates that all private ambulatory surgical centers will submit the cost data and other data as mandated by the government. So any, there's no privacy act here. Okay. Um, page 272 really talks about rationing, the treatment of certain cancer hospitals, cancer patients. Welcome to rationing. They will determine if you are too old, if your cancer is too far gone, if you... Um, have been retired too long, you have other things going on, then your cancer will not be treated, at least not in any kind of priority. Page 276, Oxygen Equipment and Supply Companies. The government mandates you will provide supplies no matter where the individual is. So that's for you people who do that. Page 287, proof that government will ration health care by mandating waiting periods for readmission. So if you go to a doctor and something, you know, you get treated and then it gets worse, you have to wait anyway. Even if you finally, you know, you waited six months to see the doctor, or two months, or whatever it was, and you finally got in, and he gave you some pill, and, the, and you turned out that you were allergic to the pill, okay? You, you actually went in the hospital, and you got allergic to something, or whatever. Or you went in the hospital, let's put it even more clear. You got put in the hospital for pneumonia, and two days later, they released you because you started to get better, and then the third day, you ended up with um, a terrible reaction to the medication and had to go back to the doctor. Well, now you have to wait because you're being readmitted, and that's a that's a you know that's where they say they're going to save money because there's too much readmission out there. That's page 287, line 14. Read it for yourself. Page 298. Doctors treat a patient during initial admission that results in a readmission, and the government will penalize you. <laughs> Well, that may stop some of the stuff that's going on in hospitals where a lot of people do die from the wrong medications, like 100000 a year. But I'm not sure what that's going to do for that poor one person who everything went right, but they had to be um, readmitted. So they have to wait, and the doctor gets penalized. Okay. Page 303, post-acute care. Government will collect data, including personal information, as they see fit. Now, this gets into to really... Um, this, if, if none of the other stuff bothers you because you still think everybody deserves health care, how about privacy? How about identity theft? <laughs> Does that bother you? Does that scare you? Okay. Because so I said 304, expedited data collection. Line 17 through 19. The government does not have to protect your private information. They can share it with anyone and is not responsible for that expedited data collection. In other words, Chapter 35 of Title 44, which is um, the United States Code, shall not apply. This gives the government the right to access your data any way they see fit. You want to see the chapter, um, there's a long, you can go to cornell.edu and ask for the U.S. Code, Section 44, um, U.S. Code 44, Section 44. Okay, look at number 8. The government is saying that they don't have to do number 8. In other words ensure that the creation, collection, maintenance, use, dissemination, and disposition of information by or for the federal government is consistent with applicable laws, including laws referring to privacy and confidentiality, etc. They don't have to do that. That's what they're writing into this. <laughs> Sorry, a lot of reading here. Okay, page 306, the government can expand the scope and size of post-acute program services anytime and as they see fit. 313, government mandates health services providers will state ownership, investment, and compensation arrangements. 317, prohibition on ownership and investment. The government tells doctors what and how much they can own. It's also um, th that same page, but 
lines 21 through 25, if you happen to be involved in a hospital or hospital administration, they will prohibit expansion. The government is mandating the hospitals cannot expand. They're also mandating how hospitals and physicians conduct business and investments. Now, if they can do that to hospitals, they've taken over. Remember, now this is health care they've taken over. We're next. Okay, hospitals, uh, page 321, you have the opportunity to apply for exception, but community input is required, and that will come from ACORN. Who's getting $8.6 billion of your tax money to do this? Page 328, the government study is disguised because there's a healthcare workforce study that's mandated by the law for unionization. That's this whole thing with what's going on with the unions, okay? And rationing. And it's, if you're, the unions are going to make money off this because they gave big to this campaign. The government will also establish the outcome of base measures. In other words, the, the, they want certain health care to be given and other health care not to. That's rationing. Page 341, lines 3 through 9, the government has authority to disqualify Medicare Advantage plans, HMOs, etc., forcing you into a government plan. They can disqualify any of those plans at any time for any reason, and then you can appeal, and they'll check themselves and see if the appeal should happen. Remember way back there in line 22? Page 354, the government will restrict enrollment of special needs people because they don't want to pay health care for people who aren't perfect. This is eugenics. I've been talking about this for months and months on the podcast. Go back. Go back to the podcast page. Go on earthwalk-usa on the podcast thing and go down the list. You can hear all this stuff for almost two years. We've been telling you that this is going to happen. They're trying to sift this through behind your backs again. Thank God for the Blue Dog Democrats and for the Republicans because they at least know that some of these lines are in here and they're trying to fight it. Page 355 through 69, the government disguises the taxes on drug companies as a rebate to the government to subsidize drugs. In other words, we pay in the end. Okay? And then they create more bureaucracy a few pages later. The government creates telehealth, a telehealth advisory committee. It's healthcare by phone. So you can, if you can't get in the doctor, you can call telehealth and tell them all your information, which will be input into the database, and then they will send that through their database, and they'll call you back within 24 or 48 hours and tell you whether or not you should even try to get in to see a doctor. Okay, if you are... Um, if you're an individual who's under Medicare, Medicare Part D and you don't enroll in Medicare Part D, in other words, you, you try something else, which people do because of the expense, the government will auto-enroll you. And you will also be funding, by the way, Medicare Language and Translation Services. You have to fund those because people who are not citizens and who don't want to be citizens and who hate our country, not like my grandfather who learned English, but all these people who don't want to learn English, we have to provide language and translation services. That's more taxes. Okay? Um, and then right after that's on page 401. On page 404, the government exempts itself again from chapter 35 to title 34, which is the privacy of Americans. And then pay, line 17 through 19, the government doesn't know the cost of language services, but states that money is there. 
Okay, and then we go to Senior Citizens, page 425, lines 4 through 12. The government mandates advanced care planning consultations. In other words, Senior Citizens end-of-life consulting. Because if you're not worth it, if you're too old, if you break your hip and you're 80, or you're 76 and you're on Medicare and you're, you go to the doctor too often, or you get cancer all of a sudden, breast cancer, which I, you know, I know people who are 75 years old, all of a sudden they've been healthy, they get breast cancer, well, you're too old. So forget it. What we're going to counsel you on is how to restrict your intake of water so you can dehydrate, how to restrict your intake of nutrients so you can starve to death. And if you've ever seen what happens in a hospital when they finally pull the plug, I mean, that's what this is. They're going to decide if if you need to pull the plug on yourself because they're not going to provide health care for you. They'll give you an approved list of end-of-life resources guiding you into death and will help you and instruct you regarding living wills and durable powers of attorney. That will be mandatory, okay? For everyone who is 65 plus, you will do this every five years, mandatory. You will get this consultation, and they will evaluate you. And if you happen to get sick in between those times when you're up for renewal, you have to go in and do it again. Okay, the government therefore has a say in how your life ends. Uh, we, I knew he was the Messiah. I really screwed up. I didn't know he was God. Okay. Um, and then, then page 429, an advanced care planning consultant will be used frequently as the patient's health deteriorates, which they know it will. Uh, <clears throat> an order from the government may come, according to page 20, 429, lines 10 through 12, may include an order for end-of-life plans, an order from the government. Okay, and the, the government will specify which doctors can write an end-of-life order. <laughs> oh, boy, Logan's Run, page 429. That's lines 13 through 25. Um, and then the next page, the government will decide what level of treatment you will have at the end of your life. <clears throat> and they will publish they will publish quarterly measures for individuals' end-of-life in the Federal Register because we want transparency. Okay, page 434, military active reservists and families. If you're not enrolled in TRICARE or in the VA program, it is mandated that you will be. Um, If you are in uh, any, your your TRICARE bill, however, once all this is passed, your premiums will go up. Okay, Uh, brother. Um, Page 443, the government at taxpayers' expense will test out an accountable care organization program. They don't have the plan yet. <clears throat> They're going to test it out, see how much it costs you to do that. What it will do will mandate services and infrastructure through reward and penalty systems. <sighs> okay. Um, there's a lot of other stuff in here. The paperwork reductions is, is the government. I'm here with the medical home program. Your home, knock, knock. <clears throat> they come to your house, knock, knock, and say, guess what? You haven't had your vaccinations. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not on the right health care. And they will come in with their two cops, and they're going to have to shoot me again. Okay? They will provide medical services in your home. Paging Nurse Pelosi, right? <laughs> ah, okay. Then there's the Independent Patient Center Home Medical Services. I'm sorry. I just jumped that page and lost what I was doing here. Um, uh, oh, well, I lost the page, and i got to go down here for a second. Don't worry, I'll catch back up. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so beyond me that people are fighting about Democrats and Republicans. 
Republicans and saying that Republicans don't want this and thank goodness the Democrats are giving everybody health care without reading what the government is trying to do to you as you fall into their little trap. Okay. Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, by the way, the Independent Patient Center Home Medical Services, when they knock on your door, the doctors don't have to be at your home, just somebody directed by the doctor. These, this home-based medical service will equal a nonprofit organization. In other words, ACORN will be expanded to ACORN Medical Services. <laughs> oh, brother. And there will be payment to a community-based organization, one monthly payment to a community-based organization. Can you guess which one? I'll let you. <laughs> um, and that's on page 469 through page 472. They're making sure ACORN really gets in there. Okay, Page 476, here we go back to the privacy of personal records, shall not apply to the Home Medical Services Division. ACORN will have access. Section 1308, government will cover marriage and family therapy, which means they will insert government into your marriage. That's page 489. Go see if you want the government to decide if you'll stay married or not. The government will cover mental health services, including defining, creating, and rationing these services. That's pages 494 through 98. Page 500, Center for Comparative Effectiveness Research Established. This is Big Brother. This is the one who sits on top and says, you live, you don't, you do, you don't, you do, you do, you don't, you don't. Page 502, government builds the center to conduct, support, and synthesize research to define our health care services. They will build registries and data networks from your electronic medical records. That's page 503, lines 13 through 19. The government may secure data directly from any department or agency of the U.S. And you can be one of those departments. In other words, they can ask you to please fill this out or we will come and get it. Page 504. The center will collect data both published and unpublished. That means public and your private info. And then they will recommend policies that will allow for public access of data. Page 518. The commission will have input from healthcare consumer reps. Can you say unions and ACORN? That's who those are. Page 524, Comparative Effectiveness Research Trust Fund. More taxes for all. This research trust fund is another $2 billion or $200 billion, I can't remember, dollars so that they can do some research, not on how to make us better, but how to <laughs> make this work. Page 525 through 620 deals with the government basically taking over nursing homes. So if you're in a nursing home, you want that's the section you want, page 525 through 620. Um, they take over nursing homes and long-term care facilities. That's assisted living through regulations of the facilities, the owners of the facilities, the employees of the facilities, and the landowners of the facilities. As you read those 90 pages, you can come to the conclusion that any health-related service will be determined and rationed by the government for our senior citizens and others in nursing homes. This one should do enough to raise awareness of the control the government is exerting over the older population of American citizens. Just those pages. If you are 55 or coming close to it, or you've got family who is, you should be on the phones daily, and I will tell you how to do it, to stop this from going through. Page 620, the government will define, prioritize, and nationalize your health care services. Page 621, the government will define what quality means in health care. Since when does the government know about quality? Page 622, to pay for the quality standards, government will transfer money from or to other government trust funds as they deem necessary. That's more taxes. Page 624, quality measures shall be designed to assess outcomes and functional status of patients. The government will give multi-stakeholders pre-rule-making input into the selection of quality measures. This is so people can make money. Unions and groups like ACORN will decide on health care quality because they are multi-stakeholders. Okay? 
The government may implement any quality measure of health care services as they see fit. Page 632, lines 14 through 25. Page 633, if you have kidney problems or lupus or whatever, secretary may issue non-endorsed quality measures for physician services and dialysis services. Page 635, physicians pay Ms. Sunshine provision. The government wants to shine sunlight on, doc on doctors, but not on government. Page 654 through 9, public reporting on health care-associated infection. Okay, that's okay. That's not bad. looks okay. Because there should be, we need to know those stuff, those things. Page 660 to 71, doctors in residency. The government will tell you where your residence will be, thus where you live. And then right after that, the government will regulate hospitals in every aspect of residency programs, including teaching hospitals. <clears throat> Page 686 to 700, increase funding to fight waste, fraud, and abuse. <sighs> you mean the government with its $18 million new website? Okay. Pages 700 through 4, Section 1619. If you're part of the health care plan that isn't in government health care exchange, but you qualify for federal aid, no payment. It means you don't get anything. Page 705. If secretary gets complaints, ACORN, on health care provider or supplier, government can do a background check. <laughs> so again, if you're a small business and you have found Nationwide and Nationwide AZX or whatever, and they're giving you um, health care coverage, and somebody from ACORN decides they don't like that, they can do a background check and determine, according to all those other pages we talked about, that they are not um, under the auspices of the government correctly, so therefore it's all shut down, and now you got to start over again. The secretary, because it says the next page, on page 711, has broad powers to deny health care providers, suppliers, admittance into the health care exchange. So they're going to decide who's in there. Page 719, section 1637. Any doctor who orders durable medical equipment, medical equipment or home medical services must be enrolled in Medicare. Page 722, 1639. Government mandates doctors must have face-to-face -face with patients a certified patient for home health services. Okay, so that's okay. Page 724. Government reserves right to apply face-to-face -face certification for patients to any other health care service. <laughs> Oh, brother. Here's page 735. This is for law enforcement purposes. The Secretary of Health and Human Services will give Attorney General access to all data. So now, Eric Holder, the Attorney General, knows everything about your last exam <clears throat> and what he could maybe use it for. Who knows? Page 743-57, the government sets guidelines for subsidizing the uninsured. That's your tax dollars again. They will shift the burden of payments to disproportionate share hospitals and two states. That's state taxes. Okay, page 763, um, you, that's for national origin, that the, the uh, hospitals and <clears throat> disproportionate share hospitals will not <coughs> uh, be paid unless they provide services without regard to national origin. That means illegal aliens. And section, page 765, section 1711, the government will require preventive services, including vaccines. You have no choice. <coughs> Um, page 768, government nursing home visitation services, that's union paybacks, nursing home visit services, increasing birth intervals between pregnancies. Government abortions, anyone? This is forced. <laughs> increasing birth intervals between pregnancies. Okay? Think about it. Uh, and then there's uh, all these nursing home visiting services. Um, uh, 
yeah, it, the government is going to mandate eligibility for state family planning services. That's abortion and state sovereignty is under attack. Government will set and mandate drug prices controlling which drugs will be brought to market. So if there is any innovative drug and they decide not to use it because they want all the older people who would be taking it to die, then they won't okay it. Um, payments for graduate medical education. The government will now control doctors' education. They'll decide which health care conditions will be paid and ration out those, and they will decide how your doctor will get his or her education. People, we're only on page 800. If this isn't enough to tick you off already, I don't know what can be. I'll try to go through some of this, rest of this quickly, but... Um, the government takes over private payment systems. They'll access all personal finances. Um, there's another tax black hole with this comparative effectiveness research that comes from Rahm Emanuel's brother. They'll impose a fee on all private health insurance plans, including self-insured, to pay for the trust fund. And they'll be treated as if they were taxes. Um, they'll design and implement home visitation program for families with your young kids and families expecting kids. It's the government coming into your house and telling you how to be a parent, in case you didn't figure that out. Um, the government will establish a public health fund at a cost of $88 billion. Well, $8 billion of that goes to ACORN. Um, the government takes over the education of medical students. The, the government will establish a public health workforce corps to ensure the supply of public health profi- professionals. will consist of civilian employees as secretary deems. That includes veterinarians also, by the way. Um, health training centers, the government will run them. Cultural and linguistic competency training for health care professionals. They'll establish preventative wellness trust fund, initial cost of $30 billion. That is not what people think preventative care is, like holistic health. That is um, uh, maximum number of vaccinations and shots so that you won't get sick. Okay? And they will identify those goals and objectives for prevention and wellness and they will control you to do it. The government will develop healthy people and national public health performance standards. In other words, page that's on page 936, they will tell you what to eat, when, and where. So now they can control McDonald's too. <laughs> More government. We're going to expand our offices of the Surgeon General and have public health services, minority health, women's health. Okay, some of that might be good, but... You know, what if they would just do that? That would probably fix a lot of big problems. 950 to 980, big government. Core public health infrastructure includes workforce capacity, lab systems, health information systems. We have to pay for this. They'll establish school-based health clinics. Your kids won't have a chance. Um, they'll be integrated into the school environment. That's called government brainwash. They'll establish a national medical device registry where you can be tracked and other post-market device surveillance activities as they deem necessary. And the states will give up some of their state sovereignty. That's on page 1018 of H.R. 1011, which is being fought back and forth by Congress and these terrible Republicans. If nothing else, you need to go back and hear this again. Take notes like I told you to, and I warned you it was going to be long. Um, and then you need these numbers, okay? If you need, you need, you need to be calling the White House. Two zero two four five six one 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 one. You call the White House comment line. Be brief, but specific, cordial, but firm. Tell them absolutely not, absolutely not, absolutely not. If you want to contact your state senators, which you should, because Republican or Democrat, they all think that. I mean, what you keep hearing is Americans want this. Um, <laughs> go to Senate.gov. www www.senate.gov and click on your state and your district, your area, whatever. Sometimes it goes by zip code. Um, 
write them, call them, email them. I, I, I would actually shut down the email and say no. Uh, they're probably not going to get your emails. They're going to send you back a form letter. Call them up. <laughs> Put a stamp on a big letter and write them. Okay? Same thing with the House of Representatives. That's the one Pelosi runs. Okay? You can go on house.gov and you can actually write to Pelosi. And I would. I would use that page to email Pelosi everything you're feeling about this because she's really trying to push this through. But other than that, you click on, you, you know, choose your state, whatever state you're in. Click on the representatives that are yours in your district and write and call. And don't do it just once and say, well, I did my part. You know what? They need thousands of these. They need to feel your support, especially if they're fighting a lot of this crap. They need to feel your support. If they don't feel your support, they're going to cave. And when they cave and this goes through, it's the final piece of the puzzle. Okay? And that puzzle is how we are now totally controlled by our government. There's nothing else left. This is one-third of our economy. That's what health care is. Okay? And uh, they've got... That's it, it's incorporating it into the educational system. So they've got everything else. They've got the banks. They've got the, the, the infrastructure. They've got the automobiles. They've got the electricity. They have GE on board, General Electric. Um, I tried to make out a list for you all of what you should be boycotting from General Electric. Well, it's everything. <laughs> it's everything. Um, because they're into everything, and they are now a full partner with the United States government. Okay, uh, brother, it's a long podcast, I'm sorry, <clears throat> but you really need to get people, if, <laughs> how many times I have to tell you this, okay, go to earthwalk-usa.com, send them there, tell them to listen to this podcast, tell them to, we'll, we'll put this, um, this list up under, um, we'll put it right under healthcare reform, under a whole tab all by itself, and they can go down and read all these if they have to, but they have to do this, this is the end, if we don't do this, if we don't stop this, if we don't derail this, um, I don't know how we're ever going to get it back. <clears throat> the money will be gone. We're totally broke anyway. The uh, our healthcare system, which which it does have flaws and is being abused, will be gone. I don't know anybody who runs to um, Brazil and <clears throat> Canada to get healthcare. If you're sick, they come here, and. Um, there certainly won't be any alternative or holistic health. You can bet on that. <laughs> so go to earthwalk-usa.com. I will have, within minutes, the whole list of this bill up on the health care tab. Tell your friends, email them, call them, please. Listen to this again. Take notes, please. It's your last chance. This is Raina G.